0: Hosting for Two Blokes Talking Tech. Proudly provided
1: by Web Central. Now, it's time for Two Blokes Talking Tech. There is a lot going on in technology, as always.
0: And thank you for listening, thank you for downloading Two Bikes Talking Tech, episode 142.3, uh, live from uh, the Consumer Electronics Show in Las Vegas. I'm joined uh, each and every day by <laughs>
2: Stephen Finnick from techguide.com.au. It does pain you a little bit, doesn't it? Not at all, Trevor. I love your company. But, uh, here we are in the South Hall today of CES. This is a two-level hall, generally where you find the smaller companies who uh, have... have Collect connected products, quirky products new new release products that maybe have been funded on Kickstarter, things like that we'll talk about a couple of them later on Yep, um, you'll be able to hear the activity
0: behind us because we are sitting inside a booth in the South Hall and we are here, this podcast always brought to you by the good people at Netgear au.
2: I started off my day today uh, with a Samsung booth tour, and while, while we've already just, and just to about, be clear, a booth tour.
0: We should explain to people there's a difference between just walking around and having a look, and then there's the opportunity to actually get escorted through yeah, a booth and and, and have a, have things explained to you. And that's what you did with Samsung. That's, that's right. Today.
2: Yeah, Samsung took me through and showed me the uh, 12.2 inch uh, Note Pro tablet. And I only found out today, the Note Pro, we're only going to get the 12.2-inch version. The smaller versions aren't going to come to Australia, the, the new Note uh, devices. although I don't think they are, actually. They only make the Note Pro, sorry, 12.2. The Tab Pro, we're not going to get the 12.2 version. But I think what caught my eye, though, apart from the tablets, was their TVs. They gave me a good look at the bendable TV, you know, the TV. That Press a button and a bend. So you can watch either flat or as, as a curved uh, and, and you just press a button on the remote control, and basically the screen pops out of the frame. So the screen wraps forward and just comes. What out a couple of centimetres? Yeah, or oh, more than that. You can you can, you can it, it comes out to be as equally curved, slightly more curved, I think, than the regular fixed curve TVs, let's call it. But um, that was interesting. But I think another feature that was pointed out to us was uh, an auto depth, like a depth enhancer for the for the Samsung picture. And what it is? It's this new technology designed for the Curve TV, because the whole idea of a curve is to give you a more immer- to immerse you in the picture. And they had a side-by-side demo of this new feature, and it was really noticeable. Did you actually felt immersed? Yeah. Well, without it being 3D. You, the, the, it, it did feel like there was more to the to the image, rather than just being a, like a flat piece of paper that you're looking at. So I, I found that very very interesting.
0: Uh, let, let me ask you: Did you feel? I mean, I, don't, I can't actually remember what your opinion of curved is generally, but do you, after getting a, a you know guided conversational tour of their curved uh, lineup, do you feel
2: compelled by the product at this? Yeah, point? I do for a couple of reasons. I think. Well, first of all, I think it, it needs to be a decent-sized TV. No yeah. point doing it with a small TV, waste of time. You need to have it with, like, a 60-inch-plus television to really enjoy yeah. and, and make use of the curve. One thing I noticed, too, that is, that it, it really eliminates a lot of reflection on the screen because of its okay. shape. The flat TVs, because the angle of refraction is all the same on the screen, so you're getting it all the same back. On the curve, its angles of refraction are all different, so you're not seeing much reflection at all. Which I think, if you if you're viewing a TV in a bright room, that's only going to help. So you're not going to get a lot of uh, reflection kicking back at you in, in your eyes.
0: Okay. Well, I'm I'm going to have a good look at that because I've seen a lot of curved TVs, and I, I my problem is that I love the OLED. You know, there's there's something stunning about the blacks in the OLED. Uh, but the the curved LEDs, while thicker. You know the the quality of the picture when you stand in front of them and look at them is still pretty darn impressive. Oh,
2: absolutely! Yeah, the, oh, OLED is no doubt you know the 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 top top of the top shelf picture quality. But GZB really the LED quality has gone into the next level too. I think that's kind of the unwritten story of the show is that while we're talking curves and all these funky features, the work the blokes behind the scenes working on picture quality improving motion and all that sort of stuff, they've done a really good job to still get even more improvement out of it. So uh, the, the tablets, the TVs, anything else from Samsung? The, I saw looked at the NX30 um, camera, the uh, compact system camera, which uh, allows you to uh, connect to your device using NFC. So, you can then transfer your photos using that connection. That's a tapping goal, as yeah, mentioned. Yeah, and it's also got a really fast autofocus, uh, uh, adjustable. Uh, and that uh, NFC
0: lineup. tap? Is that only for Samsung devices or Android uh, it devices? Will work,
2: or? It will work, apparently, with any NFC device, uh, as long as you have the app for that device. And iPhones don't have, don't have NFC, so don't expect it to work on an iPhone.
0: Okay, very good. So uh, Samsung and, and, and you know, it was funny this morning walking in early. Uh, if you walk from the kind of the the street down, you've got. What time do you get here? What do you just camp overnight here? How early 8:30 do you get here? Eight thirty or something. Okay. But you know, in terms of watching the crowd come in, you know, so I I went all the way down to set to Sony and then walked back through Samsung and LG because, but the crowd, the LG was just ridiculously busy. Uh, and then this crowd just disperses slowly through the show it is amazing how you can walk around all the booths but then you try and get into Samsung, Sony
2: and, and whatnot, and LG, it's LG, just terrible very, very crowded yeah Sony uh, Samsung was very crowded LG was packed Sony because it's such a big I think they, they lay it right out well stand, yeah, yeah I think it wasn't
1: so crowded
0: alright listen to Two Blokes Talking Tech Two
1: Blokes Talking Tech you're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech
0: with Trevor Long and Steven Fenwick. I had a, um, uh, a better look today at some of the Hisense uh, products Um you know, they've got a fair range of televisions. They had they've got showcasing curves, they're showcasing some OLED, but it's all
2: you know development concept. stuff. Okay. Um, potentially could come to market. Speaking um, of curves, Sony don't have a single curve T V no. on their stand, so to them. It's curves like a big it's, a, it's like a big finger to the yeah, curve. Yeah, That's right. <laughs> it is, isn't it? Because Absolutely. you go to you may, you gotta hire
0: um, I think even Chang Chong have, have a buddy. Chang Hong have them too. Yeah. They have.
2: I think everyone's High got AM, curves true. except. Yeah. got them too. Except yeah. Sony. Yeah. Well, I think Sony are, are in a position now where they've got to uh, they've got to put up or shut up. You know yeah. what I mean? They've got to really kick ahead. Oh, they did they, you know, had a good year last year in the TV stakes, oh, and yeah. they, they've really got to do something.
0: Look, so sense I mentioned, I think, on uh, after press day that they they launched this amazing new operating system, Android based operating system for. Their TVs, and that we were, I was very quickly let down to say that we weren't going to get that. We were going to get a kind of poor second cousin. It's not terrible. Um, It's actually a really nice interface. Um, And I'm not going to say it's the same as Samsung, because it's not at all. But if you think of Samsung, you know how they've got the kind of TV, uh, movies, they've got the the pages. Uh, It's a very similar operating system in terms of they've separated things out like that. And they've gone for a magic mouse remote, like a LG oh, well. style. Um, wave at you. There's no um, no number buttons on it, so it's full. If you're watching TV, it's channel up, channel down. is the only way to navigate. Um, the remote actually works really, really well. Voice control. Uh, yes, voice control. So you press a button, and you can talk. You know, in the Andro- and it's Android. Only when based. you're in- only when you're in the Android parts of the TV. So when you're watching television, yeah. you can't say change channel. Okay.
2: So you've got to
0: be in the Android app part to actually communicate with it via the voice control but still very very nice stuff and they've got a an 85 inch uh ultra high definition there which will come to australia How does that
2: look a good picture quality
0: mate very good picture quality you know reasonable design because it's pretty pretty standard silver silver edge they, they put a
2: 4k ultra hc yeah it's, it's an 85
0: right. inch uh, UH. i think they had an 84 and they've done quite well with it this year yeah. So
2: um, I think they're, they're really looking forward to, to, the, um, to the 85. Yeah. Just on the sort of TV discussion the, the, at the Sony stand, which I'll talk about something else on the Sony stand, yeah. uh, but um, the TVs there, the wedge-shaped TVs, Beautiful, aren't, aren't they? they nice? See the, 80, the 85 there
0: has uh, like, a, like a really tall wedge, uh, yeah. like lifting it off the floor. It's interesting, they've realised, I think, the TV companies, and we'll talk about TCL tomorrow after you've done the, the tour, but... Um, you know this this need and Samsung did it first last year with their kind of eighty five and their one hundred and ten with that big A frame. They they need to have TVs that sit on their own in a lounge room yeah. as an item. Uh, TCL have got a hundred and ten incher, uh, which oh. has got an A frame like that, uh, and that's going to come to Australia. But with the wet, Sony's got with their the wedge up.
2: one, which stands quite oh, like high off the design. ground. I think it just goes to show that remember there was a trend that like you, could you want to look, could look be thin, thin and yeah. light, and now but they've just thrown that out the window, yeah. and Sony have said, sort of look well. Good not only look good, but it's also functional too because what, what uh, Sony are offering, this is on their 4K TVs. Remember how they have the speakers on either side of the TV? Yeah. Now with the wedge shape, which is thicker at the bottom than it is at the top, the thickness at the bottom allows the speakers, speakers to have speaker. more space. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I sat in one of their demo areas, and it sounded like it was like a fully dedicated home theater speaker system yeah, right. but that was just coming out of the TV. Well, the other thing to check out on
0: Hisense in their um, OLED, uh, not, it's not nowhere near as super thin as the LG, I'll be honest, but you know with the LG OLED, it's it's, it's stupidly thin, and then it's got this big bulky bit at the bottom, which is where the I've guts of the TV there, is, right? Yeah. So with this is the genius of the Hisense version, and I think you'll see the others do this. They've got this this kind of um, wedge, uh, sorry, not wedge, but like a box behind it. But it's not attached to the screen. It's actually it sits on an angle. But if you mount the TV on the wall, that flops down and becomes the soundbar. And the soundbar's got all the TV innards in it. And so it actually can be flat on the on the wall. So I think if they bring that to market, they'll do quite well out of that. So Hisense putting a lot behind their their new operating system. It'll have some built-in apps, and I know for start, uh, SPS On Demand will be there. They'll they'll do well with it. I think it looks good. It'll be interesting to see how consumers, yeah. um, you know,
2: what they're attracted to in the market, though. I, th- I think though like, companies like Hisense, TCL, these value brands, let's call them, I think they're going to get a lot of business this year because... Customers are going to see Ultra HD from LG and Samsung and 4K from Sony. And be turned off by the and price. And they're going to see an $8,000 price tag and then see a similar-sized TV offering the same specs, let's say, maybe not the same quality, and they're going to see them for thousands of dollars
0: cheaper. Uh, We'll talk tomorrow about whether or not 4K TVs are so appealing that a really cheap one might,
2: you know, appeal to people. Absolutely, yeah. We can't discuss the company, (laughs) but uh, tomorrow we can shout it from the rooftops. Alright, you're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech. Well, during my wanderings on the Sony stand, apart from me admiring their wedge-shaped TVs, I did see a very interesting display at the very, very back of the of the booth. Now, if you didn't venture all the way in, you would have missed this. Uh, there was a really ultra-wide uh, projection screen and, and little pods in front of the screen with smart glasses on the front of them. And I thought, oh, well, I've got to yeah. take a look at this. And they Back were it on you, run, did you think it was 3D string. or something? Yeah, no, they were on a string. So I thought, okay, well, what are we going to look at here? Or what I thought, looking at the picture, as soon as I put them on, in your eyeline, it's a, kind of like wearing Google Glass while you're watching TV. So you put them on and then... Which, which get, is acceptable, by the way, because you're not walking around look looking like an idiot. That's right. Well, you're at home and no one can see you. But these are like actual 3D glasses you'd wear. They're, so they're clear, but it's a display. So it's like a heads-up display. So if you're watching TV with these glasses on, and someone tweets to you or sends you a message, it actually comes up. So what it comes up in your in your vision while you're watching the television. So rather than you having to look at a second screen, you're looking at the screen, screen and,
0: becomes your, and, and your
2: this ogles. floats up. That's right. You see your social glass, your your smart glasses, is your second screen. So I thought that's really interesting because it's a way not only to be social watching TV. But how good would it be watching, say, you're watching a... Well, they, they had a soccer game playing during this thing. How good would it be to be able to look at certain part of the screen and find out information about a player just floats up in your eyeline? Yeah. You know, you might want to know the score if it's Especially not display. synchronised with the broadcast, yeah, you I, know? I, I, it's an interesting concept that sort of merging... This, you know, we've, we've all used that term second screen. Mm. Imagine having it not been able to look away from the original screen because that, that's a real problem for advertisers on TV. Yeah. You might know that... The problem now is that if a show, even the most popular show, as soon as the ads start, what what does most people do? They look away. They look to their other devices. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is a way for you to keep you looking at the screen without looking at your smartphone or your tablet or your laptop, or whatever, and you're still getting the, the social feedback information that looks like it's actually just coming in your eye line in front of the screen.
0: Right at the front of the stand did oh, you happen sorry. to notice the shaking camera with the motion? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That, that was it? very impressive. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. No, they're, they're,
0: they're, they had a very well laid out stand, Sony. Yeah, I think that, that's, that's, that's my favourite thing about the way Sony does this is they they literally pile on the products but you feel like you can just be standing there on your own whereas Samsung you feel like you're just in a bunch of people bunged around a
2: product. Yeah, so it is a good layout. I yeah, think they do is. a very good job. They must, i tell you, the people who design these booths, they do a good job. They must do them months and months in advance because the Sony stand had a a 360 degree projection screen inside it as well which I found very impressive too I was in a line to see the new Sony 4K projector the short throw projector apparently what that means is that it can be close to the wall it's like your LG laser throw yeah big picture but um Someone else had to get in there And was filming The guy said Oh we're going to be another 20 minutes And I said I can't wait I'm going
0: to go back Get me out of that
2: Alright Very very
0: interesting stuff From Sony On Two Blokes Talking Tech
1: Two Blokes Talking Tech You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech With Trevor Long And Stephen Fenwick
0: now I went to an event last night where they were trying to show off um, just a range of different little bits and pieces, kind of like Unveiled.
1: Um, it was innovation. show um, yeah,
0: showstoppers. 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 Wasn't bad actually. Uh, much better than Unveiled, to be honest, because much more spacious and a little bit more relaxed. Um, anyway, a couple of couple of products there of note, but one of them very interesting to me because it was here last year, but it was just it was the inventor of it was here trying to you know kind of spook his wares. Well, and this to me is the story of CS. You have an idea, you you invest in showing it, and. One or two people walk past with a bit of either backing or funding or whatever, and they take your idea to to market. And now it's been 12 months, so it's a thing called um, TACT slider, T-A-C-T slider, one word. And it's a simple little disc that, that with a special adhesive, sits on your phone screen, but doesn't stick there. You can take it off very easily, and it becomes a joystick for your touchscreen. screen. Really, there's plenty of these around, but um, as is demonstrated by them, a lot of them are suction cap-based or whatever they are, and they're quite big. This is really simple, a really good feel to it when you're playing a game. You showed it to me before. It looks like it's the
2: size of a button. It's S- tiny. Mate, size of a 10 cent piece. And the good thing with that is that it's portable, Yeah. and it's also, like, to get physical controls on a smartphone now, you need to buy a big, big bulky thing. Yeah, you yeah. Start, you well, got a, It's a Logitech yeah. case. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that So that, that's one advantage. But what, a the, the
0: best part of it was... Did you
2: he, put two on the screen?
0: You absolutely could. Yeah. If it was a, it was so a game like that a, needed two like joysticks, a, like yeah, a, absolutely. But a lot of them would be, you know, moving with one thumb and yeah. tapping the screen with the other, like for shooting or something so, like that. You know, like You play Pac-Man, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> so the, here's the interesting one. They, I said to them, I said, uh, how much is it? He goes, what do you think? And there was a guy, another you journo, said
2: You just grabbed it and said na- three.
0: Another, another journey behind me asked the exact same question, and the guy with him said the same thing. So clearly they're kind of suss out whether... And I said, oh, mate, 15 bucks. The bike behind me said 10, he goes spot on. So 9 bucks 99 you know, I think they've nailed the price. It's a simple little idea. It's the kind know, of thing got that
2: mates. Rates that in your
0: yeah, you know, mate, your they didn't Yeah, mate, they'll give away. Let's not kid ourselves, no, no, no. All right? Um, they. Um, it's the kind of thing you'll see on the end of the aisle at JB Hi-Fi. Yeah, yes. you know where, where they have all this stuff. It'll just be on the end of the aisle. A nice little pickup for um, yeah. stocking filler and stuff nice like that.
2: Impulse buy. Yeah. yeah. To out. So
0: if you do play a lot of uh, gaming that has kind of a thumb thumb joystick on screen, highly recommended. Work on any on any uh, touchscreen platform. The tact slider. Two Blokes Talking Tech is brought to you by the good people at Netgear. I'm going to to see them this afternoon. You're going to see them tomorrow. So I'll be interested to see what they've got planned. In this networked world that we live in, so many devices, so many products uh, rely on a network to communicate with each other and with your home. Uh, You can rely on Netgear for those products. And a a wireless AC router, for example, uh, from Netgear or a wireless range extender will fill those black spots in your home uh, so that you don't have uh, problems with your devices connecting, and if you've got a smart home on the on the on the radar, putting in uh, connected light switches, put it in connected anything. They're no good to you if, you, if they can't get on your Wi-Fi. So uh, check out the range of Netgear products at netgear.com.au.
1: Two blokes talking tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennick.
2: Now here in the South Hall, I've uh, had a bit of a wander around, and actually came across some good products, including uh, interesting product called the Eye Swim Band. Now had to have the eye; couldn't have just been a swim band? Absolutely, it? but I think the this is a this is a device I think that would appeal to Australian users. Now the tragedy of summer is that you do hear stories of child drownings and you know it's you take you 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 take your eyes off your child for a couple of minutes and anything can happen now this device is trying to address that problem and what it is it's a band that they wear around their head and that it alerts sends you an alert if your child remains uh, underwater for too long so if your child's gone under and they're not up in i don't know a minute or 30 seconds you get a little alert on your phone to think well hang on so that you get that alert. Without this, it's just a matter of you have to actually have eyes on your child. So this is a device I think it uses Bluetooth. Uh, it, it hooks up with uh, an, app, an app for iPhone only at this stage. You can monitor up to, say, you've got a few kids swimming in your pool, you can monitor up to eight swim bands per device. So works with, uh, up to a 100-foot range. So I think, look, the, the 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 kids the, there's pictures of the kids on this brochure here where they're wearing them on their hand, on their head well yeah, they, yeah. They, they look a little bit silly yeah, you, but you where else could you wear
0: you it? know what it looks like it looks like one of those sports bands on yeah. uh, but, it, but it's a headband now my problem my problem is it does look silly and i can't imagine one of my kids even wanting to put it on um, secondly getting getting a they're, they're showing it on kids that are you know probably tw- 10 to 12 um, you know, you really need a product. This I love the product. I think what they need to do is find a way to get it on two to five year olds. Yeah, right maybe like now, build
2: it in like a cap or something. Build yeah. it
0: into a cap, or yeah. I would suggest like a necklace style thing because, mate, a two year old or a five year old, even necklace uh, like de- uh, below but, your neck, that could be underwater. Correct, but yeah. but uh, mate if you're not watching them so yeah. I, I'm sitting there by the pool and they're underwater fine I don't mind the thing beeping at me right yeah. but I turn away to go and get the sausages off the barbecue yeah. and it beeps at me because the kids were, see my is our kids do sit by the pool when we're when we're at the outlaws and they've got a pool but you know I've got to be in the pool with them now little Harry won't go near the pool he hates it but if he had this thing around his neck and he fell in I'd bloody know about know it, about it. Absolutely. That's,
2: that's what I like what, about the concept what appeals to me about it is it's a bloody good idea I think um you know, for the for the cost of whatever this is, and there's no, idea, I've got no idea the price of it yet. Yeah. But the concept of it, I think, will really resonate with a lot of parents, especially who are worried about they take you yeah. take their eye off their kids, and, and, and it could it could really
1: avert a tragedy.
0: A great idea. It's called the Eye Swim Band, and uh, I guess you'll check it out soon. at techguide.com.au dot Two
1: blokes talking tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech. With Trevor Long and Stephen Fenwick.
0: <laughs> the uh, yeah, you laugh because you know what I'm going to talk about next jeez um, I've had a lot of phone calls while we've been recording So someone really yeah, wants to get a hold of me popular. my um, of pocket's been buzzing yeah, yeah. Um, I think you know what and the best thing about this is I know I bet you it's the same person a landline then I've got a text message a I've got a Facebook message and now I've got a mobile phone call yeah. Uh, it'll be the same same radio station trying to get hold of me. But anyway, let's move on. Last year the iPody was the thing that took my, my interest as oh. being the stupidest thing you're here.
2: Fascinated with iPad devices in strange places. Yeah, you?
0: so I've found I found another one. It's from the same people that had the iPody here last oh, yeah, year. Yeah, when on a good th- when you're on a good thing. So, you know, uh, they've got they've got an, uh, an iPad holder in two rooms that one of them I, uh, I don't mind. The other one is just outrageous. The first one's a kitchen. Now, yes. an iPad holder in a in a knife block or in a chopping board but weirdly on a paper roll holder so you got your uh,
2: your paper towel well, it's and a, with it's iPad a, it's on a top. stable base but it's seriously. a stable base and I've seen the picture of this so the the actual arm comes up through the, the holder. And then positions it actually quite high, so it's almost at eye level the iPad. Wonderful. So if you're cutting, it'll keep it away from all the rubbish on the bench top, and gives you uh, an eye. A, a, so, so let's assume that's I mean, okay. The, the, the manufacturers thought, look, this is such a big, long, dorky thing. What can we do? Oh, hang on, yeah, just yeah. work a paper, paper towel hole on it.
0: That'll right, do.
1: Exactly. That's what they've done, but
0: Stephen. What would you <laughs> think if you came around to my
2: place for a barbecue and you walked into the bathroom and found a to- uh, an iPad attached to the toilet roll holder? I'd say someone likes reading on the toilet, <laughs> or if surfing the internet on would the toilet. You go anywhere and less near than than that iPad? said okay, admit it—you've taken your iPad into the toilet. I- I iPad have. never. I have taken my iPad into the toilet. I, you know my phone,
0: okay.
2: definitely okay. a yeah. lot, and there are all the other men out there, you know the you deal. Know what happens, you know, but iPad no. We don't get a chance to sit down in there all the time. My when wife, we do, we take advantage. My <laughs> wife would go off her nut if
0: she even thought I was considering putting an iPad holder in there. Well, you never know. But the, the, you know the best part about it though is my wa- that'd be my iPad exclusively. She wouldn't touch it ever again. Oh, she's that. T- it's she's been tainted. At, it's, at, been tainted. Yeah, it's, it's, it's like that flag. Yes, film. it's been flagged. <laughs> George Costanza <Yeah>. would love <laughs> With the big thick book. In fact, 100 in fact, thanks for that. I'm just going to edit my article and actually I'm going to put that line yeah. in. That's very good. So if you want to check out the world's craziest locations for toilet roll holders, uh, check out eftm.com.au.
2: Now, I'm going to say one word, Trevor, and you're going to agree, this has been very popular at the show, drone. Agree. Uh, in the South Hall here, I saw no less than three of them. Uh, there's the AWE, which is Ace Electronic Enterprises. I've seen the RC Logger, and what they all have in common... They've got four blades, four rotor blades, like the uh, the Parrot drone, and they've all got cameras. So it's not just for fun flying this thing around. Yeah. These, are, have pro- these have these uh, have professional applications, and I think you saw one. The Phantom, I think it's called. Yeah, and these—I've seen some footi- footage that have been captured by these these drones, and I have to say, they are very impressive. Yeah. How else can you get a cam- camera up in those heights? The so,
0: Phantom, um, the-, the Phantom quadcopters. Um, I asked the question. I said, "Who who's buying these things?" Right? Because the drone—it's a fun game, right? It's a muck around toy. That, the the a very good point was made to me: real estate agents. Right, that's 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 a way to sell a property if it's a beautiful property. Um, he said to me, uh, "This quadcopter, the Phantom quadcopter guy, Disney bought one, right? You're going to think, what for a movie? No, no, because no, no. at Disneyland, right, where you know that big sphere, what's it, whatever it's called,
2: at Disneyland. If if which they, Disneyland, the one in California.
0: Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, big big globe that you know, it's so tall you can't see the top of it. They fly it up there to see if it needs maintenance,
2: right? So just uh, a simple little investment to see well, if the thing needs know. maintenance. It's uh, you know, it's, it's like the Rather than putting a camera on a stick. You can fly it up there and check it out. Look, I think uh, the
0: drone, the drone technology is is ridiculous. Um, there's a company called uh, DJI who's distributing a whole range of drones. I found one that is what is this an eight that would be an octocopter or something? This is the kind of thing <laughs> that is being used for absolutely top end professional stuff, uh, TV, movies, the like. It's it's insane because some of these ones you can attach, you know, proper commercial grade cameras to. Some of them have built in cameras. So it all really depends on the application. You've got to also
2: remember too that Amazon are also toying with the drone delivery. It's not a G-Up. It's a G-Up. It wasn't on April the 1st. It could be real. Publicity stuff. Oh well, anyway, the, what are they going to deliver? They're saying oh, look, small Books? packages, small packages. Yeah, yeah you're right. In thirty minutes, within. With, but as it'll long cost you you, live Within ten, it'll co- cost you ten times the cost of the book to get yeah. it. As long as you live
0: within ten, <laughs> 10 kilometres of their warehouse, <laughs> and as long as the you know civil aviation Avi- uh, safety authority <laughs> well, have cleared a path for the drone to your home, it's a damn and good idea. As long though. as the neighbour doesn't yes. stand there and go, oh sweet, he's got his drone come down and grab that book. I mean, yeah. really, well, not going to. What gonna sort happen. of neighbourhood have you moved into, mate?
2: Your neighbours would be
1: with
0: that. But you're right, mate. Drones are a big feature here at CES.
1: 2014.
0: So um, over in the north, north, north hall, which is just yes. tiny little hall with it's as you described yeah, me, it's Paddy's Markets, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's embarrassing, but um, so options. I felt by sorry that, for by some. By that I
2: mean, there's a lot of iPhone cases and chargers.
0: I stopped for a lot of people there because I felt sorry for them. There, <laughs> I found a bloke there uh, from a company called Matrix Audio, and um, it intrigued me because there's a lot of Bluetooth speakers here at CS. I mean, seriously. Wow. Um, and it's something we should talk about one day. It, didn't Sonos have a good vision? You think about wireless Sonos, right? Yeah, the, yeah. You look at now LG, they're all doing absolutely. the connected speaker experience. Geez Sonos were ahead because of the game. it's funny,
2: because a lot of the companies have had these wireless speakers. That's how they describe them. That's like right. Sonos.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, a lot of Bluetooth speakers around. This one took my interest because it's absolutely tiny. Now, Stephen, it would be uh, th- three centimetres at most cubed. Tiny little cube. And really good Bluetooth sound, speaker. Bluetooth speaker, um, uh, full metal body, quite heavy, so and a, and a good sound to it for a, for a forty dollar speaker that's, that's three centimeters cubed. And then there's a uh, a, uh, a double size one, which is a you know kind of oblong, uh, which is stereo and double the price. So
1: just just simple. Anywhere, like well,
0: like, he said to me, mate, to how many portable them. speakers are actually portable? Like even like so the Logitech Logitech UE Boom, right? I love that speaker. It's a boombox though. It, no, no, the little, the little oh, round sorry, one. Yeah, yeah, the the, the, the yeah. yeah, the UE boom. Yes, it's tiny, uh, but oh, but no, it's they've also got the boom. It's the, the size of a so like a can a of drink, can, yeah. A can of drink, a big can of drink, an yeah. American can it's a of a drink, can of monster. Uh, it's not the sort of thing you just whack in your pocket and take somewhere, right? Yeah. You've got to take it. This thing you can put in your pocket yeah. and take it out the backyard. Oh, I think that's so. That's, there's that's really a cool something trend. in that. Really something in that. But my lord, if I had a dollar for every Bluetooth speaker I'd seen here, I'd be a very, very much. <laughs> oh, I wouldn't mind lunch myself, thanks. Uh, CES 2014.
2: Uh, another interesting product here. Where What I like about the, these products, too, uh, is they integrate two different technologies, so they, they bridge the gap, okay? And speaking of bridge, the, this product I'm about to talk about is called the Voice Bridge. Now, what it is from a company called Swiss Voice, and what it's done... How many people think, oh, I don't really need a landline, you know, I'm, I'm always on my mobile. But for those people who do want to keep a landline and have a mobile phone, of course, yep. this device can bridge the gap between the two. So say, for example, you're in, uh, you know, the backyard near the pool, you can uh, put in this voice bridge. So you connect it to your landline and then it will send the signal out to your phone so you can answer the call on your, on your smartphone. So rather than have to race inside or answer your landline number, if you, you might run a business, you know, you've got a yeah. landline that you've got to keep track of. This voice bridge lets you send the landline calls to your mobile.
0: See, my wife, um, when we when we bought the new house, uh, there was you know, there's a phone line sitting in the kitchen. The tiler came to do the splashback in the kitchen, and uh, we we hurriedly went. Where are we going to put the phone point? And I went. We're not. We don't need it. My wife goes. But I want a phone. And I went. Well, just we pushed the. We, I pushed the plug back into the wall. It's gone. Right. It's yeah. it's been buried by the tiles. So executive
1: decision. Yeah. Made, no,
0: yeah. No. No. But I said I'll put a, a phone point you know in what you're my doing office. While you're here not you I'll put a phone point in my office, and then yeah. we'll get a cordless. Yeah. This is perfect because Absolutely. I put a phone point in my well, office. I put a voice bridge in. Yeah. And we answer the calls need, on our you don't on need our to mobile buy a four handset
2: um, wireless, cordless phone.
0: Even though she may say I'm always on Twitter and Facebook, she's always on bloody Pinterest, right? Her phone is Pinterest. is oh mate. Un, oh, if you yeah, want to know anything about Pinterest, just ask my wife. I can't she's. I've never addicted met her, by the way. Her. I, I,
2: I, I think she's a cardboard cutout you heard in your photos. I've never met uh, Amanda Long, if she's listening. <laughs> she's not. Oh, I know. That. real? <laughs>
0: yeah, well, we can guarantee she's not listening. I'll give you that tip. You, I dare you to tag her on Facebook tonight, although you won't be able because oh, no. you haven't friended her probably. Yeah, but anyway, yeah, she's not listening, but hi, oh, love. Um, yeah, so that's
1: perfect solution Boy for people Street. who want to keep a number. Send one to the Long household. Stat. Two blokes talking tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech. With Trevor Long
0: and Stephen Fenwick. I remember last year here at CES walking past a 3D printer and asking the bike, how much? 1500 bucks, he said, and I went,
2: Jesus that, I- that was a
0: cheap one, I thought. It was more than 2000 last yes. year. Yes, I-, I thought myself, I'd get one of those. But the best thing he could print for me was a sticky tape dispenser. So I thought, it's not
2: really the best investment. <laughs> how long did that take? Christ, there's Hour a lot of half. them here. <laughs> there's a lot of them here, isn't there? Well, this year, I, I, uh, last year you mentioned there was only... Uh, <coughs> Sorry, mate. Last year you walked past two, three stands, maybe. This year there was twenty, and it was funny. I was walking past one, and you know how they all print out; they all have it on display, showing off what they what they've printed on the three D yeah, yeah, printer. Yeah. Um, though, and a common three D printing is the Eiffel Tower. Mm. Now one of one of the companies printed out quite a large Eiffel Tower and put it out the front of the stand. What has someone done? Oh, bumped into it, it's fallen over and smashed. So I said, "That's okay. You just print another one." Oh, yeah. How long gonna <laughs> take? Though I don't know. They're still oh. going out. Hey,
0: before, but but it, the the technology behind three D printing is actually it's it's more the plastic. You know, the fact that you can have this stuff. There was a company at this thing last night with a with a three D pen, right? What? So it's, yeah. it's a pen, and the and the the ink the the plastic gets injected through it, and you can draw in three D. So basically, you just keep drawing, and it and it builds up. It's like oh. kind of like embroidery. Yeah, so well. the and they had you're freaking me out because they'd drawn an Eiffel Tower and I, I kid you not like well no they just would have drawn every it'd yeah. be like it'd be like actually building it draw every single very, bit of it anyway this t- thing was this thing was two metres tall yeah. it was unbelievable this was pretty big too it was about a metre and
2: they knocked it up. and over. someone just walked past it and cracked yeah, but anyway, yeah. like I said, they can print it
0: Well, out. and the other thing I saw it unveiled was a company that's doing 3D printing on mass production. So they're actually saying it's not for prototyping, we're allowing you to, you know, send us your little design and we'll print them in, in bulk for
2: you. Well, so. The price, I asked the price too and and one was as low as 1400 That's probably US dollars and the, the pricing of... And, look, the size of it, like, how would you describe a it? size? So it's, like, slightly taller than a, an open laptop yeah. screen. Yeah, yeah, its, it's they're, they're the ones that cost about 1600 bucks. I think we hear next year they will be under $1,000. Yeah.
0: These people are going to need to charge, uh, we're looking at a brochure, by the way, these people are probably going to need to charge about $5 million for each one because they're going to get in big trouble for having the Olympic rings on their, on their brochure. their <laughs> brochure. Mate, yes. unbelievable. Uh, 3D printing is another big buzz uh, term and a buzz category here at CES. Now, I feel like we should wrap it up with a, with a minute review, like a product. Something really cool that you've seen, Stephen. I know you're very excited yes. about something. So let's, let's get back in the mode because, you know, in, next week we have to do our normal show. Absolutely. So, Stephen, a product that you've seen that, uh, that appeals greatly to you. And it's going
2: to appeal to Australians. It's called Omate. Oh Omate. Oh, Omate. Oh, Omate. Oh, and this is not a smart watch. It's a watch phone. A watch smartphone? Uh, yes, it is a watch smartphone. It's running Android. Fair it's running Android. I, I so the not, difference is this is not attached to your phone. It's actually got a SIM card in. There's it. a SIM card slot on the side of the device, and you can talk into it like a goose if you want to, or it can attach to a Bluetooth, a Bluetooth headset. It's got a 1.7 inch screen. I think they said. Would you believe, on the brochure, it doesn't say how big the screen is, and I asked them, they didn't know. Anyway, they better get that sorted out. But it's running all Android apps, and because it's got a. 240 by 240 screen not all apps will work but some of them will scale down um and i even i tried it myself and was opening i managed to open instagram and i opened facebook there's instagram i opened twitter facebook setting up my google play account all on my wrist so forget the smart watches well they reckon it's going to be about 249 dollars that's not bad. Yeah, so that's probably US dollars. So it might be more than three hundred in Australia, but for, for the real geeks out there who want a smartwatch, want everything right, on there, take wrist. that
0: over the galaxy. Look, Galaxy Gear's three sixty nine, right? If this was four sixty nine, it'd be
2: a better deal. Well, exactly right. Because look, that that's not a Facebook app that links to your Galaxy Note no three. That's Facebook. That's not. That's the same deal with Twitter. Same deal with Instagram. It's there. It's not. An Is there app. a camera on it? Uh, no, there isn't. No, there's right. not a camera. But there is um, a, the SIM card slot on the side. There are speakers on the front so you can hear the call. And, and there is Bluetooth on board. So if you want to have a headset rather than talking in your wrist like Dick Tracy, you can uh, make your calls in the normal way.
0: Very good. All the, right. Oh mate. The O-Mate. Oh the O-Mate. And Stephen has some uh, exclusive photos which he'll post very soon on techguide.com.au. Two
1: blokes talk. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and
0: Stephen Fennig. Well, that's a wrap for the Third instalment of our CES podcast, and we should thank the good people at uh, Belkin, uh, Linksys for their hospitality here. Sitting, <laughs> we just walked around until I found a seat, yeah. essentially because they didn't want to sit it on the floor. Look comfortable, it comfortable, and they've uh, they've even given us water, which is uh, very nice. So thank you to the people at Belkin and Linksys. Uh, I didn't realise um, that Cisco had sold Linksys and yes. Belkin. You know, now part of the Belkin family. Uh, some months ago, yes. So um, another push back into the wireless um, wireless range. There, they've got, a, and a, we might talk about that one tomorrow. They've got an unbelievable. Uh, new router the from new Linksys router although mate if it's that big it's not going to fit in my house <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. massive there, there's, a, there's it? a model of it here the size of a car so yeah. um, tell you what I give you good range though I haven't got a room big enough there wouldn't be there. a dead spot <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's true <laughs> two blokes talking tech follow us both on Twitter at Stephen Fennick at Trevor Long thanks for listening thanks for downloading uh, check it all out at techguide.com.au and eftm.com.au au.